Check, 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 check. Levels are good. Good thing. Hey, and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. What's up, you maniacs? I'm Jeremy. Oh, I don't have my little mic sock. Do Where I have did I put that? Mm, no, you know what? I probably left it in the other room. Yeah, it's probably fine. I'm just talking bare into this mic with no Going protection. Raw dog on the mic. Just, <laughs> I feel like that's dangerous. But anyway, here we go. I felt like that was a Chris Rock joke yesterday. He was just raw dogging air. I'm like, come on, Chris. We all heard that <laughs> joke before. Then he had other jokes. Yeah, he did have. Some, Chris Rock did have some other jokes at the Oscars. Yes, he sure did. He sure did. Um, okay, we got a fun show, right? One four three. Yeah, one four three. This is a Bucky Cheds fan cast. Probably our favorite electronic artist, Bucky Cheds, going to be making an appearance in the podcast today. How fun is that? Yeah, and you know what? I didn't know who Be- Bucky Cheds was until this morning on the program when I you told me. Didn't know who he was until last night reading some notes for the show. So but, we're all learning and growing together. Mm-hmm. Bucky Cheds, your new favorite electronic dance artist. That's right. And this is why this is a fan cast for Bucky Chets. Yeah. So yeah. we will delve into that and explain that. Why you guys in- like, subscribe, like, rate, and comment in the <laughs> comment section to this podcast because you want to get the truth about things. Uh, we will also dive a little deeper into the slap heard around the world and the incident at the Oscars that overshadowed, uh, you know, a lot of people getting awards for their good artistic work. Yeah, which is too bad. Yeah. This is the case. You know, it it is what it is. You had Lady Gaga up there with Liza Minnelli just being such a treat, and it was overshadowed. Yes. Ridiculous. You know, I mean, the thing is, is generally the Oscars are not paid that much attention to anymore. I mean, you know, compared to its heyday in the late 90s, I think is when it reached its peak. High watermark, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is people are talking about the Oscars much more than they normally do. Trending topic. Yeah. That's fun. So that's different. Also talking about baby T-Rexes. Yeah, never really thought about it, but that ferocious killing machine used to be a baby. Yeah, they start out tiny right. and adorable. Of course they did. I just never even used my brain to think about that. Yeah. I guess I just thought of them as little tiny killing machines, but they're not. They're adorable. Oh, do they play with little toy balls? <laughs> Probably. No, they chase the balls. Well, probably they did if they were in dinosaur land. Yeah, <laughs> with their little arms and their little sharp teeth. So cute. And then also well, it really we're going to... It kind of feels like it tickles because their teeth aren't as powerful yet. So you're just like, oh, I got it tickles when he's biting me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's going to eat me in a few short years. But not right now. It's just tickling right now. And we start off the podcast talking Animal Cast, a story of a sea lion here off our coast being rescued by the Vancouver Aquarium's Mammal Rescue Team. Uh, one of the new ones from Florence and the Machine. That song is called The King, and it's on 1027 The Peak. Good morning, you guys. You're listening to The Early Show. Karis and I were telling you that uh, Florence and the Machine uh, announced a show here in Vancouver, October 4th. They're going to be playing at the Rogers Arena. We'll give you a chance to win tickets 
all this week when we play the Peak Pen Pop Quiz around 9.15. Karis, Animal Cast, today a story of rescue. Yes, a local story of rescue. A sea lion had garbage, like uh, just stra- like strands of, you know, sort of twine or plasticky garbage, whatever, wrapped around her neck. And this sea lion was near Delta Port last week. And the Vancouver Aquarium's Marine Mammal Rescue Crew were out helping cut that off her neck. And they just did it right there on the buoy, didn't they? they just yeah. hop up there, chop, 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 antibiotics, away the seal line goes. That's exactly it. I was reading this in Vancouver is awesome. And they've got some video there of it happening. There's not a lot of sound with the video. It's just them working on the sea line. The sea lion is on this boy. And I think they must have sedated her because she's just lying there sort of with a little, like her head is kind of wrapped in a in a like, jacket. Yeah. Um, and um, and then they zoom in on the twine wrapped around her neck, and it's just Gnarly. cut the you know like it's cut her right. It's just tied real tight. And they said that if they hadn't got this off, you know, it it would have eventually killed her. Um, so they cut off the twine, and then they cleaned it, and they treated her with some antibiotics because it's a you know a wound, and then she eventually jumped back into the water and swam away. I wonder how that feels, you know, when you have, like, because they said that the sea lion was probably suffering for months. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, when you have, like, a chronic pain or something and they're able to, like, relieve it for that first time. Oh, that's what I was thinking. When they snipped that off. I wonder. That that sea lion just, in that moment, was like, it hurts. But like, uh, like almost like a relief hurt. Yes, because I mean, that not pressure. A sea lion, I know I'm not a sea lion, and I don't have that. I don't know what that feels like. But I can imagine that just the release of the pressure of that thing wrapped around your neck and the stinging is like, oh. Our Kells arm in arm on 1027 The Peak. They will be at Rogers Arena on October 25th of the, this year. That's exciting. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. We also announced this morning earlier, speaking of October and Rogers Arena, Florence and the Machine coming to Rogers Arena October 4th. And we'll be giving away tickets for that show on the Triple PQ, the Peak Pen Pop Quiz which is coming up at 9.15 this morning. And also a pen. Of course, of course, the <laughs> pen. That's why you want to win is for the pen. But also we'll throw in some Florence sweet, and machine sweet tickets. Sweet pot a little bit. Yeah. Uh, went to Science World on uh, Saturday to see that T-Rex exhibit, which was very cool. I mean, see it. I mostly ran after my kids. It was a bit of a blur. My kids just tear through Science World. They're kind of at that age where they mostly run. Yeah, because they're how old again? Four, Four and-, and nine. Okay. And they're just uh, the two youngest. Sorry. Anyway, I got an older one as well, but she was like, pass on Science World Dad. Um, yeah, I remember that time when when my two were, you know, now they're eight and 10 going on nine and 11. And I remember when they were more, younger by a few years, it really, it was running. It was yeah, just it was like, running. you're chasing them through exhibits. They're like, that's so cool. Run. That's so cool. Run. It's like, could we take a moment yeah, and absorb breathe? it? Can we just, and, yeah, take, you know. Have a moment here to reflect on like the, just how nuts is the Tyrannosaurus Rex, like right in front of you. And they're like, what is this? Boom. Off they go. <laughs> and yeah, and, and you know, the nine-year-old is a bit older, wanted to spend a little bit of time at the odd uh, thing. And yes. the four-year-old was not. No. It was just like, 
screaming across science world to come check out the latest thing. And it was like, okay, we just, there's a lot here. And we're trying to read something over here. And that does take more than a millisecond. You are right. This is Vancouver and parking. They could be strict, but we have two whole hours, kids. (laughs) And two hours of parking. I will let you know. When we got to go. But no, we just, man, we set a land speed record in that place. It was I incredible. don't doubt it. My favorite thing about the Tyrannosaurus Rex so at the Science World, they have a lot of like a baby Tyrannosaurus. I never even thought about that. They had I a never little... even thought, I don't know why I never thought about baby Tyrannosaurus Rexes before. But now that that thought's in my head, I, I don't think I can go back to the grown-up version. And are, did the little... They are adorable. Do the little baby T-Rexes have even yes. tinier arms? They have tinier arms. They have like a little bit of fur or so. I mean, according to the scientists at the science world, a little bit of fur. And they are tiny compared. So they have, they're tiny compared to a human. If we lived in the Tyrannosaurus Rex days, we got in the hot tub time machine, we go back to Tyrannosaurus Rex days, you would see a baby T-Rex and be like, I know I shouldn't bring anything back to the present. But I'll just bring one baby T-Rex, and I'm sure that will be fine. Ooh, I have questions. Yes. Are they in? An, are they born in an egg? Yes. Yes, right? They yeah. crack open through the egg. Kick through that egg, born adorable. And and so that's maybe why they're just so small. They're so cute. Yes. Oh. And then they just they run around, they frolic, they live just a glorious life. And, uh, yeah, you'd be making a mistake if you brought one to the future, but... But you know, just like when you get a dog, you're like, oh, it's a puppy. They're so cute. And then they're ginormous. Speed is of the essence. I love music festivals. I'm a small print kind of guy. The headliners are always great. It's an, always an opportunity to see a bunch of artists I wouldn't normally see. I saw Fergie of Black Eyed Peas because of a festival. So she was a Solo Fergie. Yeah. I would, mm. I would never go see Fergie. But I was at a festival. She was a headliner. I had tickets. I'll go see Fergie. Mm, all right. And okay. you know what? Sounded great. My humps hits. Uh, and John Legend was on that same bill. I saw John Legend. I would never see John Legend. So it was John Legend and Fergie. I was like, all right. Uh, Lollapalooza in Chicago's coming up. Like I said, I'm more of a, I'm a small print kind of guy. I like you like my, going down with your magnifying glass I, to the very bottom low. I rows. love my up and coming acts. I love my alternative acts. They tend to be the smaller, uh, smaller print. You Side go, stage. You go all, you get out your magnifying glass, go all the way down the list of Lollapalooza going to, going down to Chicago. The very, very last name, Bucky Cheds. And I'm like, what is that? Turns out it's the goalie for the L.A. Kings. No. Also a DJ. Really? Yes, the Los Angeles Kings, NHL, men's hockey team, Los Angeles Kings. Bucky Chets, I think, is the backup goalie. Um, Real name is Garrett Sparks. Moonlight says the DJ, good enough to get on the bill for Lollapalooza. I thought maybe uh, it would be Coachella or something around California. But it's all the way in Chicago. And it's like, sure, I'll go see the backup goalie for the L.A. And so that will be obviously off season, right? Because it's going to be in the summer. Yeah, summertime. So he'll take a break from all of his NHL backup goalie conditioning. Yep, kid. Kings are good this year. They they might do okay. Yeah. So I wonder if you know if they go deep into the playoffs. Like when's Lollapalooza? Will he have to? Uh, You'll still have a you know good month off to to work off that uh, Stanley Cup hangover, and then yeah, he just needs to change gears from professional NHL goalie or sitting on the bench, professional NHL goalie, professional bench sitting goalie. Yes, and then change it to last name on the bill at a ginormous music festival. And I think both of those things. What a very and storied career for Bucky Cheds. That's very cool. 
It's the early shows. Hit or miss. Good morning. Hello, Danimal. What a morning it is. Happy post-Oscars, everybody. Right, yes. we have the Danimal on. Hit or miss on a Friday. On a Monday, post-Oscars with the Danimal. Dan, okay, first off, before we talk about, you know, the big story... Uh, yeah, let's talk about how Karis did uh, gambling on your bets. I think you were pretty good with your tap-ins, weren't you? I I think the ones that that we you, talked you had about, the best I, supporting actress you had, you had uh, director and actor. actor. You were like those three should be locks, and I think they played yeah. out the way you said, and they were right. Yeah, even actress. You know, I I did say I had a feeling Jessica Chastain was, was going to. Uh, there really weren't any upsets in terms of the the categories last night, were there? And was they Coda the one you wanted go... for Best Picture or the one you thought was going to win Best Picture? Uh, I thought Coda was going to win. Uh, it's still not my pick for Best Picture. Um, but, you know, have you seen it? Have you either no, seen Coda? No, no. I, I saw The Power of the Dog and Encanto. Which is great. Did Encanto win? Encanto took home Best Animated Film. There we go. Yeah. And I was I, two for two. I have not seen Coda either. See, and I, I hate to say this because you know how much I love movies, but I just saw Coda on Saturday. It's on Apple TV Plus, which, you know, not a lot of people have. and It's not exactly top of mind. So, you know, a lot of things happen, but this is actually kind of a game changer. This film came out of Sundance. By the way, the first film to come out of Sundance to win Best Picture, which sounds weird to say, but it's true. Uh, I think it's bought by Apple for $25 million, and then nobody saw it because nobody has their streaming service. Uh, and I think I know why it won. is because it's very hard to dislike that film. It looks like it was shot for TV, so it plays great uh, for voters at home. Uh, and you know what? It's, it's not that great. I think it's kind of poorly directed. And it made me cry about two or three times. Yeah. So, yeah, but did anything else... Uh, Happened unexpected. Let's just say I'm glad I watch this live every year. You know, some generations had uh, uh, Jack Ruby, and and some of us think about Kanye getting up on stage, and now we have Will Smith just having the best and worst night of his life all at once. Yeah, that was uh, a very was strange a- uh, turn of events. Chris Rock makes a pretty taste uh, tasteless joke about uh, uh, Will Smith's wife, which Will laughed at, but then changed. Directions? Yeah, J- Jada Pinkett Smith, who has alopecia and doesn't have hair because of alopecia, and then that was the that was the joke that Chris Rock told was about that very thing, and yeah. and yeah, it looked like Will Smith was laughing at first, and then noticed that uh, Jada was not into it, and then that's when he just got on stage in the middle of the Oscars and hit somebody in the face. Just like that. Over, You know what? It was a tasteless joke. It wasn't a funny joke. G.I. Jane is from 1997. Like, that was already a to, deep cut of a reference. Like, who's going to get that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's no denying it was in poor taste. But there's also no denying that the, the most poorest of tastes shouldn't result in somebody getting hit. Especially when you're, like, you know, that rich and famous and have all that money. Surely you can spend time with Chris Rock and say, call this manager and say, Rock and I are having a chat afterwards. Or hey, better yet, when you pretty much know that you're going to win an award, you're like, I'm going to take that mic. And instead of, uh, I hate to say it, incoherently crying and rambling for five minutes, he could, the first thing he could have said was, hey, I dedicate this to Jada, my beautiful wife who has alopecia, et cetera, et cetera. Or he could have just oh, walked wow. up there and took the mic from Rock and said that. 
I mean, if Will thought that he was not getting up on stage, like at some point that night, he was he's lying to himself. That was his from the beginning. Yeah, a lot of takes on the old uh, slap chop there from the Oscars the other day. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, Will Smith jumps on stage while Chris Rock, after Chris Rock made an inappropriate joke about to Jada Pinkett Smith, and, and Will Smith was like, this is the older days. Let me duel you for the honor of the woman. <laughs> and, uh, wow. <laughs> I for, the record, for the record, I don't think Chris Rock was really wanting the honor of Jada Pinkett Smith, but I know what you mean. Yeah, no, uh, Will Smith was like, I need to defend exactly, the honor. Exactly, yes. right. I need to defend the honor. Yes, well, that's defend right. Defend the yes. honor. Uh-huh. You know, chivalry. Uh, so, yeah, that was a very weird. Uh, there's uh, infinity takes on that. You'll probably read funnier, deeper, more nuanced ones than, than I can give. I don't know about Karis, but, uh, you know. No, no. Find it on the is, internet. You want to you know dive into the discourse. There's enough slap chop out there. You don't need slap chop from us, too. Yeah, you, you'll get enough takes on the internet. Don't worry. Um, I just remember, I, you know, I'm, I'm writing the show and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, in – in another room than the TV room, but close. In, you know what I mean? Like it's playing. I can hear it. Yeah. My wife and my daughter are watching the award show. And my wife had delayed it a little bit because uh, their dinner and the kids were kind of, you know, running a tub, come back to the office. She, she would pause it. So it was behind, not by a ton, but it was behind. Um, so I'm on the Internet preparing the show. So, of course, I got everything just ticking and beeping and bopping at all times. And I was like. Coral, what happened in the Oscars? Like, did someone punch another person? Did Chris Rock get attacked by a hooligan? And Coral's like, I, I don't know. And I haven't seen that part blowing yet. Up. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, it's going to happen now. So that's why I was like, oh, oh, neat. This is the beauty of it being, you know, our own little slight delay in the home. So then I was able to stop my work and come into the other room and watch it kind of in, you know, delayed but in real time to us. And I was like, this is bonkers. Yeah, this actually I just thought it was happened. A, I thought it was a skit or a joke. Yeah, it, it it seems that way because he just walks right up on stage and then walks right off stage and Chris nothing. Like, oh, hello, my friend Will. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing, you know, no security guards come and tackle Will Smith or anything. You know, I mean, it's just. It seemed like maybe it was part of the show. Yeah, but why would they tackle Will Smith? They're like, he was in iRobot. Like, why would we tackle Why would him? we do that? Wild, wild he was in Wild Wild Wild. Wicked, 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 wild. Wicked, wicked, wild. Wild, wild, guy ain't going to get up to anything too gnarly. Uh, but, you know. Turns out he did. It was, a, it was a moment in history. Anyway, the next few days, I'm sure we'll offer uh, an avalanche of takes and counter takes. Yes. You will enjoy that. And you, I'm sure, you know, the obviously the... People who did the like Jane Campion won Best Director for The Power of the Dog. Yep. You know, there were lots of great wins by lots of people. I mean, the award itself that the Chris, Chris Rock, Rock was, was trying to give out yeah. was Best Documentary, and it went to Summer of Love for uh, Quest Love's documentary about a film, right. uh, sorry, a music festival. Right after that. Exactly. Like, Quest Love was on there accepting the award for his documentary, Summer of Soul. Uh, which was really great documentary. And that but should have been Quest, Quest Love's moment. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we could also talk about that. Um, but I think overall, the fact that there's been, you know, the fact that Oscars were trending at all is a remarkable win, given that it's really? 2022. Yeah. That's a win for them? Yeah. Know. Oddly. It's maybe? always strange. I don't like know. sometimes that's where I always wonder where it's like, is there a weird part of the Oscars that was like 
goading that on, wanted that to happen. Like, is there a reason there's no security? Is there a reason they don't kick Will Smith? Like, if you were to assault a performer in any other, any other venue, I do not recommend you try it. Don't even test Don't. how that will work out for you. It, it will, will not, not work be like out Will well. Smith. You will no. not be given a trophy and a little <laughs> bump of a few million dollars in no. your salary Mm-mm. for hitting a live performer during their performance. What a magical, strange, and different world Hollywood is. Yeah, and it's on display. It's on display. You throw a beer onto the field during a sporting game, you, you will, will be never be out. going to a sporting game again. Exactly. You will not be going to that or venue, venue ever again. <laughs> Whew. Anyway, neat. Hollywood, different. Wicked, wicked wild. <laughs> wicked, wicked wild. You yeah. said it. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for being part of the show, you guys. I don't want to hear your slap chop take at, the, at Jeremy underscore Baker on Twitter. Karis might. C-A-J-R-I-S-H-O-G-G, Karis Hogg on Twitter. I want to hear your favorite part of Wild Wild West, yes. the 1997 film starring Will Smith and Kevin Klein. How great was Summer of Love? Is that what they Great, done? yes. Did you see Summer of Love, the documentary? I have not. No, I should. Yeah, you yeah, should. Did you see it? You want to talk about how great uh, The Power of the Dog? Let's talk about that. Let's talk sure. about Coda. You know what I mean? Dan didn't love it. Dan thought it would win. Uh, just because Dan didn't love Coda doesn't mean he thinks it's necessarily a bad film. He just liked other films better. Tell Dan why he's wrong and Coda is so good. That would be great. Let's talk about what we loved and what films we loved and what uh, performances we loved. We l- Those are the takes we want. And that yes. will get you the chips. That's right. At Jeremy underscore Baker on Twitter. At Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, Hogg, H-O-G-G. On Twitter. You guys are neat. Florence of the Machine tickets all week on our live radio program. You do need to be enjoying that one live. You can't be enjoying it on the podcast. Um, we are 6 to 10 Pacific time. Uh, we're doing the Florence of the Machine tickets around 9.15. Yeah. Um, if you want to win those when we played the Peak Pen Pop quiz. I, probably in the rules, you got to be a BC resident. So, you know, you're enjoying this podcast around the world at the peak.fm or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Um, you can't enjoy You can't win. <laughs> you can't win unless you're a BC resident. But, uh, <laughs> you know, take part in the program. We love to have you. Sure. All right. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right. We're done here.